All right, all right, all right. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Relationship Stuff 101 YouTube page. Welcome to the Relationship Stuff 101 podcast. For those of you who are listening to the audio, it's Sunday morning, March 21st, 2021. I'm your host, Shahir Henderson. I want to welcome you today. Um, Last week, we spoke about toxic femininity. The week before that, we spoke about toxic masculinity. And the week before that, we talked about breaking the generational curse. Now, if you on audio listening, if you're going to watch a YouTube video, you're probably wondering, why am I dressed like this? Why do I look like a villain? And why do I look like somebody that's ready to do damage, or ready to cause harm, or ready to strike fear into someone else? Well, that's because of what we're talking about today. What we're talking about today is eggshell relationships and physical abuse. Now, let's just imagine. We're going to do the podcast a little bit different today. We're going to tell two stories connected to both of those. So, I might probably take this hoodie off because it gets on the wall. I might take my face mask off. I just wanted to present myself to you in an aggressive manner and in a way that makes you think to yourself, What's going on with this guy? What's happening right now? And just to make you feel a little bit weary about what you're watching right now, that's how somebody feels in an eggshell relationship. They don't know what to expect. They don't know how to think. They don't know how to feel. They don't know what's coming next. And they don't know what to expect. So we're gonna do two stories. We're gonna do it a little bit different. Usually I bring a little bit of analyzation. Usually I bring a little bit of usually I bring a little bit of analyzation. Usually I bring a little bit of uh, knowledge. Usually I bring a little bit of what I think about the situation and how the situation goes. That's usually what I bring, but today I'm not going to bring none of that. I'm just going to bring two stories. That's all I have. Two stories to help you understand what an eggshell relationship is like and help you understand what a physical abuse type of relationship is like. First, we're going to start with the eggshell. What is an eggshell relationship? Let's just so happen you have 21-year-old Jane and you have 31-year-old Tommy. Jane meets Tommy in a club, having a good old time, Tommy is charming. He says all the right things. He makes James smile. You know, they have this fun. They go on the dance floor. They dance all night. They have a couple of drinks. They exchange phone numbers. Two weeks later, Jane goes on another date with Tommy. Everything's the same. He opens doors for her. He pays for the meal. Things are better than they were last time. Two months go on, and Jane and Tommy they start getting a little bit more serious. Then they decide to start dating one another. Once they start to date one another, Tommy starts to control Jane. Tells her she can't go places with her friends. Tells her she has to drop her friends. And then tells her that if she doesn't drop her friends, she'll lose him and he will possibly do some harm to her if she don't decide to drop her friends. Sounds like a physical abuse type of relationship? Yes. But no, we're talking about eggshells. Then one day Jane comes in at work and he's nice. He's a made dinner. 
He made breakfast. He tells her to sit down. He spoon feeds her. Everything. Rubs her feet. Gives her a massage. Tells her he loves her. Rubs her hair. You know, talks to, talks to her all day. He's a, he's a good guy. He's the man that she met in the club that night. Then all of a sudden, a couple of hours later, he's he's snapping. He's throwing dishes. He's lifting up the table and throwing it across the kitchen. He's kicking the cat, screaming at the dog, screaming at the kids, pulling his hair out, and just having a tantrum. Then the next morning, turn around, he's back normal again. He's talking nice. He's... uh. Uh, uses these sweet words of, of, of nothing again. He's using, you know, beautiful words, words that make her feel good about herself. Apologizing about the night before. He goes and cleans up the mess. He puts the table back together. He apologizes. He rubs the cat. He hugs the dog. He hugs the kids. He tells the kids that he's sorry. And the next thing you know, three days later, he's back at it again. He's outside. He's screaming at the neighbors. He throws a rock through the window, breaks the window of the house. And Jane, at this point, she just don't know what to do. She's in love, but she's scared. And that's what an eggshell relationship is. You're in love and you're in fear. You're in fear and you're in love. You don't know what to do. It's topsy-turvy. Like one day, one day things are elevated. The next day, things are in the middle. And the next thing, things are rock bottom. You don't know where you at. You're losing your head. You're spinning in a circle. Everything is just not the same. You don't know where to go. You don't know how to act. You don't know how to respond. You don't know how to be around the person. You find yourself apologizing for things that you've done. You find yourself saying sorry for the slightest things. Or you find yourself looking at certain things a certain way. Or you find yourself basically kissing up to them and what they want and giving it to them what they want, just to make them happy, just to make sure that they're not mad, just to make sure that they're not upset. This is the eggshell relationship is. Imagine walking around the house all day on needles around this person. You would basically be trying to, every step that you took, you would hesitate. You'd be more cautious about the next step that you make. This person would have you in a daze, going crazy, going bananas. You wouldn't know what to do. You'll feel like a monkey in the zoo. That's just what an eggshell relationship is. You can't get level-headed. You can't find yourself. You're lost. You're delusional. You have nowhere to go. You have nobody to turn to. Because everybody you turn to, they tell you, hey, well, he's a great guy, isn't he? You say he does great things. Even this, this happens with women, too. I'm not just saying that men are the only ones that does this. That would be a part of toxic femininity if I said that women don't do this as well. You have women who do this too. They snap, they black out, and they just turn, they're just turning into a total animal at certain times. Certain times they're beautiful and certain times they're ugly. That's personality-wise. You see, the trick is when you first meet somebody, you're tricked by what they present to you. And sometimes the presentation is not actually what's there. Sometimes there's more hidden than the presentation. But you fall in love with the presentation. But there's more to it. You have to understand. You have to see somebody for who they are inside. So you, during dating, you have to ask more serious questions in the beginning. In the beginning, a lot of people don't ask serious questions. I'm, I've done merged into how do you not get into an eggshell relationship. In the beginning, you have to ask serious questions. 
very serious questions. You have to ask questions about people's mental state. You no longer care about the physical, because you can see that. You can see everything they bring to you. You can't see what they bring to you mentally. You understand? How many times have you been cheated on? How many relationships have you been in? Have you ever been physically abused in your life? Have you ever been sexually abused? How's your relationship with your mom? How's your relationship with your dad? How's your relationship with your family members? Have, have you ever been in trouble in school? How was your grades? The person will think, well, damn, am I on an interview? Yes, you are on an interview. Because before you step into somebody else's life, you have to be seriously asked questions about your mental health. Because they have to deal with you or may want to deal with you longer than what you actually expect to be dealt with. That's the reason why these questions have to be asked in the beginning. That's the reason why this stuff has to uh, uh, take on a different form. You gotta get past the point where you open the doors and that be the that be the green flag. Open the doors, okay, yeah, whatever. You open the doors. Who doesn't do that? You know, oh, if you got charm, you make me laugh, okay, whatever. Who doesn't do that? What else are you bringing to make things stay stable and to make things go further and to make me feel comfortable about what you're doing? What else are you bringing? And that's the biggest question. What what we have to get to? At a certain at a certain point, what people have to get to at a certain point is what else is being brought to the table other than physical attributes. And sadly, because of the way society is built, physical attributes is the only one a lot of people care about. They think they figure see a lot of men who need to hit y'all with an egg. A lot of men usually are only out for one thing when it comes to women. That's why they're not really worried about the female mental state. A lot of times you have a lot of women like that too. They only out for a thrill, so they're not thinking about the mental state. But when you out there for a thrill, you probably don't know that that thrill can lead to a kill. You're the one dead now, all because you didn't take time to figure out what's going on mentally. You only care about what's going on physically. Now you're the one who's being taken out because you didn't take that time to understand who this person was mentally. It's time to start figuring out who people are mentally. Forget about the physical attributes. You can, like I said, you can see that. Clear as day. How many tattoos they got? Two. How many times have they been beat up? I have a slightest idea. That's what you want to know. How many times has this person been physically abused apart from what they have and what you see? That's the important thing. Let's move on to the next story. You have a guy named, let's say, his name's Billy. He meets his girl, a woman named Jennifer. Jennifer is the nicest woman he can ever meet. Billy is a good guy. You know, he has, he has a uh, really good job, has middle class, has his own house, has his own car. He meets Jennifer in a, in a Walmart. She's really nice, really pretty. He finds her really attractive. You know, she's in the grocery aisle. Uh, she has a list of all the groceries she wants. She has uh, a shopping cart. Everything's neat. She looks neat. She looks clean. Everything's in order. As she talks to him, she seems like she's structured and built a certain way. She has things that she has calculated in her mind, the way she wants things to go. And this is this just puts Billy in a world of, hey, this is the girl for me. You know, this is the one for me. Organized. She knows what she wants. She knows where she's going. And nobody's going to stop her from getting here. Three. Three months, three months later, going down the line, she's still organized, 
she opens doors and closes doors. Before she goes through a door, she closes doors, she counts to three. Before she opens up the refrigerator door, she closes it three times. And then she, then she opens the door the last time and goes in. Ah, yeah, Jennifer has OCD. This is something that he didn't uh, expect. This is the reason for the list. This is the reason for her being the way that she was and being so structured because she also dealt with stress. She also dealt with anxiety. She also dealt with depression. So three months down the line, this animal that he thought, uh, this animal that he never knew that Jennifer was comes at him in full force. She smacks him from time to time, throws plates at him whenever she gets upset. If he forgets, if he forgets to turn off the water in the bathroom, she fills the she fills up a cup of water and throws it in his face and tells him next time, make sure you turn the water off. If he forgets to turn off the TV, she'll bust him in the face with the remote. Or if he forgets to close the door, she'll tell him, put your arm in the door, close his arm in the door, tell him this to help you next time. Learn how to close the door, learn how to close the door. Physical abuse, beating this man down mentally and physically and verbally, excuse me, mentally, physically, verbally. Mentally and verbally is attached together. But just beating this man down, every incident after incident, he throws his, he throws some food away, left over in the refrigerator. She makes him get, to get it out the garbage and eat it. And if he don't, she tells him she'll stab him. One day she did stab him because he didn't think she would really do it. So she stabs him because he didn't eat the food out the garbage. The problem here is this. A lot of people don't think that women can be physical abusers. They think, I, I mentioned this last week in Toxic Femininity, they think that only men are physical abusers. They think that only men can cause physical abuse or physical harm. That is not true. Women can also do the same thing as men. They can beat a man down and beat him bloody, especially if this man is not going to try to defend himself in no way, shape, or form because he says, this is a lady, I shouldn't hit women. Now you might say, whoa, are you saying men should hit women? I'm not saying that. I'm saying nobody should hit nobody. I mentioned this last week. No woman should be hitting somebody or doing things. I just mentioned in a false story. All the stuff I just mentioned is crazy. Like that's bananas. Telling somebody to put their arm in the door and you close the door on their arm to help them remember to close the door from time to time. If he forgets to, uh, you know, if he throws away some of his food, you make him eat the food out the garbage, you know, and you stab him because he didn't do that. This all sounds bananas to you, but you got to think when he first saw her in the Walmart, he probably wasn't thinking nothing about everything that she presented was a red flag, how she was structured, how she talked about things and how she did certain things in the beginning. He probably never even thought about that because his mind was in one place. A lot of times, like I told you, when men dealing with women, their mind is in one place. They're not thinking about what she's bringing mentally. They're looking at the physical attributes. If the physical attributes add up, one plus one is always two. That's enough for them. That's just it. Nobody is saying, okay, one plus one is two. But we got to get the four somehow. And the only way to get the four is to understand the person mentally. If you can't understand somebody psychologically, that's what you have to deal with. So you want to get to a complete four. That's what you want to get to. So you want to go one plus one. That's the physical. Two plus two. That's the mental. When you get that, it comes four. Now, that's, is, that, is that it? That's all you need? No. But there's a lot of other different things that's attached to that. 
So how do you get past dealing with somebody, once again, that may be a physical abuser? If you're caught up in a physical abuse relationship, right now I have the number right here. I'm going to step to the side so you ladies and gentlemen can see the number in full force is right here. The number for physical abuse. If you know anybody who's being physical abused, physically abused, if you have a friend that's being physically abused or somebody who don't want to leave a relationship or somebody who feel like they're trapped or you feel like you're trapped in a relationship of a physical abuser, call the hotline. Don't hesitate. The best thing you can do is speak up because sometimes some people, they live for years in, in, in a physical, physically abusive relationship, especially a verbally abusive relationship. That's another thing about a lot of women. A lot of women tend to be verbal abusers. They don't tend to be physical abusers, but verbal abuse causes psychological problems. It'll be hard for you to move on dealing with a verbal abuser. So just remember, you don't have to take any type of abuse from anyone at all. Hotline's right here. Make sure you call it. Make sure you speak up. Speak out. You don't never want to try to intimidate the abuser, or you don't want to, excuse me, you don't ever want to dare the abuser. Or tell the abuser they won't do things to you. Because they will. Some abusers, they have no they have no uh, empathy at all. And they don't feel any sympathy. Their only thing is to cause physical harm. Or verbal harm. And a lot of times, that's what they want to do. If they're reaching to limits where they're stabbing you because you're not eating food out the garbage. Which is already crazy. Or, you know, they're screaming at you. Because you're not turning, you're not turning down the TV, or they're telling you certain things and threatening you because of small, the smallest things. Hey, you forgot to change the cat litter. The cat litter. I should throw some of the cat. I should throw some of the cat poop at you because you didn't throw. You didn't change the cat litter. That's crazy. It's bananas. And a lot of people will hear this stuff on the side and they'll laugh about it and they think it's some of the craziest things that they've heard, and then they don't understand that they're stuck in a whirlwind. Sometimes they can't get out of it. You're stuck in a whirlpool. And sometimes you just can't get out of it. You know, so you, you can hear some of, the, some of the craziest stories. And you know some of the craziest stories out there. You can see some of the craziest pictures. Some of the pictures I've shown here about physical abuse, about eggshell relationships, about something beautiful turning ugly. You know, that, that's just what you see. So just remember, you know, it can happen to you. It's probably happening to you. It's probably happening to you right now while you're watching this video. If it's happening to you right now while you're watching this video, cut this video off and call that number I showed and go ahead and get you some help. Speak up. So I don't want to make this, this podcast too long. I don't want to make this video too long. Eggshell relationships, physical abusive relationships. If you're in any one of those, you understand, you don't need to be in a relationship where you feel that you have to be timid all day. When you feel like you have to walk around and you can't speak up or you can't say anything or you have to hold back because you feel like if you say something, it's going to lead to you to get physically abused or it's going to lead to you being verbally abused because you're saying something. In, a, in an eggshell relationship, you could possibly talk to the person who's a little bit on, on edge or who's a little bit off kilter or off their rocker. You could probably talk to that person. If not, you might need intervention. Somebody needs to come in and talk to that person. This person may be dealing with psychological issues that medication can help. And if y'all go forward and you decide to stick with them, 
you decide to stick with them. But if things get really, really bad, when you go from walking on eggshells, like I said, to needles, it may be time to hit the deck. Or think about, you know, like I said, think about restructuring things to make it better for you too, or make it better for you, or something. Or, you know, you just go on, you know, just being physically abused, go on walking around on eggshells, and that ain't gonna be cute. You walking around on your breakfast. So, with that said, hopefully, hopefully, you learned something today. Um, if you haven't, let me know in the comment section if I missed out on anything. If you want me to touch on anything else, if this video uh, is good or this video is great, if this video taught you something and made you feel like you're motivated to do something to change your life, let me know. Give it a thumbs up. Share with your friends. You know, share the podcast. I always say I'm trying to get to a uh, hundred monthly listeners on the podcast and trying to get to a thousand monthly listeners by the end of the year i'm trying to get to a thousand subscribers here on youtube um i'm trying to get better lighting uh, i got i got a really good lighting but i don't have the best lighting i gotta use my cell phone i would like to get a camera so you know i'm trying to get to a, like a thousand so get get this channel to a thousand subscribers so that we can have better content so that i can bring us uh better quality videos that we can all enjoy the best quality that we brought together with your help and with mine. So, with that said, my understanding, compared with your understanding, we can create a greater understanding. You've been watching Relationship Stuff 101's uh, podcast here on this Sunday morning, March 21st, 2020. 21, excuse me. I've been your host, Shahir Henderson. Um, Again, if you're not following Relationship Stuff 101, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, check out the Facebook group. Also, you can check us out on Tumblr, check us out on Reddit, wherever you have social media at Relationship Stuff 101 is there. Um, I know a lot of the times you guys may be wondering, and I'm going to say this at the end of the podcast, why does this guy have the face mask on the whole video? Why, why, why does this guy have on a face mask? I don't understand. What I want you to understand is this. I'm bringing, my, bringing this content to you with a face mask on because of the times that we live in. So what I'm trying to do is bring myself closer to the audience by having on a face mask to bring yourself closer to the times. When we no longer have to notice and go outside and people don't have on face masks everywhere you go, that's when I'm going to come out of the face mask just to let you know the times have changed. So I'm living in the times. 10 years from now, somebody will watch this video and they'll be like, wow, I remember when we wear a face mask. That's what this is for. There's something behind everything that I do. Even though it don't make no sense, even though it may not seem to make sense, but there's always a uh, message to the madness. I want to thank y'all again. Give this video a thumbs up. Um, subscribe if you're new. Uh, share on podcast. Share on YouTube. Share everywhere you can share it at. And once again, thank you again, and I'm going to catch y'all in the next video. Peace.